You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this, this is Jolly Rogers and Touchdown with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. Which takes us right in to week one. Bucks, Cowboys in Dallas, AT&T Stadium. Let's get into things. We've got Bucks offense versus Cowboys defense. We've got one of the most formidable offenses against a quality defense. Where's your head at? I think we have to start with Tom Brady. Tom Brady is 6-0 and against the Cowboys in his career. Mm-hmm. He has five wins against them with New England, one win against them with Tampa Bay, and no losses. He's mm-hmm. never lost to the Cowboys. That means something. When Brady has that kind of record against the team, he goes in there with so much confidence. We know Brady and we know that there are teams and there are opponents that have, have his number for some reason. We talked about it in last week's episode, right? The Rams and the saints, they've got his number. Mm -hmm. The Cowboys do not. And that matters. So I think you have to start whenever we're talking about bucks offense versus Cowboys defense, you have to start with Tom Brady and he has so much confidence. Yeah. And he is, he's the guy that you want to be the captain of the ship as you sail into enemy territory because Cowboys fans know that Tom Brady has that record against them and they hate it and they hate him and they're going to give him a hard time. And he again is going to fuel into that. I believe it a hundred percent, especially because there's the fact that everyone's like, well, the Bucks, you know, they're okay. And Dallas just narrowly lost or had a narrow loss against the Bucks in week one opener. They were controlling that game the whole time. And I'm like, okay, first, first quarter, quite even second quarter Bucks run it, ran it Uh, third quarter. Cowboys go over fourth quarter. You give Tom Brady a minute and 24 seconds left in a fourth quarter. You're screwed. And they learned that the hard way. So I, I think there's so much to silence here, you know, and when it comes down to it, I kind of want to circle back to the fact that I mentioned that Demarcus Lawrence just had some words. He had some things to say when the schedule got announced and they found out that Dallas was going to take on the bucks once more, but in their territory, he tweets revenge. Then and his presser the other day, they mentioned to the they mentioned to him that, you know, I almost said Colorado. Guys, my brain right now is 10,000 miles per hour. The Cowboys, that's the C word I'm looking for. Um, the Cowboys being the underdog, he goes, is that right? Okay. <laughs> Let the dogs eat. We'll see. And kind of continue to go to a rabbit hole of like dog talk and like upper dog, underdog. And it got a little weird. So I just decided to only use that quote. You're talking about a man eater who plays on a team who already, you know, wants a piece of Tom Brady. And this is a six foot three, 251 pound beast 
that wants a bite of Tom Brady's jersey. So Brady, why is that so scary? Why is that something that's going to be, hey, let's focus on this for a couple seconds? It's because we're also talking about one of the best quarterbacks in the league behind an offensive line that's trying to find their stride and find their confidence. And then that circles back into what you said, Kaylee, the fueling the fire to get this offensive line to go in with a chip on their shoulder to say, hey, we need to protect the best quarterback in the league. Demarcus Lawrence is going to try to take advantage of that. Demarcus Lawrence is going to try to own the Tampa Bay offensive line as much as he can to get to Tom Brady. Then that goes to the next guy you mentioned, Micah Parsons. He's going to want a part of it. While he was already an epic rookie in the league, now everyone's talking about him making that huge second jump in his career. When you come out strong as a rookie, then that next leap is almost inevitable if you're not, unless you're not healthy or anything crazy. He's healthy, he's ready to go, and they're thinking that he's going to match Demarcus Lawrence's stride and just for a whole other level in his career um, and doing that at a young, healthy age, you only expect the best. So you've got two guys that are really hungry for a piece of Tom Brady. And that's just the beginning of this Bucks offense versus Cowboys defense conversation. And they and they are aware of how competitive Tom Brady is as well. Mm-hmm. Check check this out. So Micah Parsons was 18 months old. He was younger than my son Rio when Tom Brady took his first snap in the NFL. That's right? still gross in so many ways. <laughs> so he doesn't even know a time before Tom Brady in the NFL. His entire life, this guy, Tom Brady, has owned the National Football League. That's wild. Right? It's so wild. This is what he had to say about Tom Brady. He looks to kill you. <laughs> I love that. Good kid. Wait, wait, wait for this next one. He wants to step on your throat like a roach. Oh my God. <laughs> that's how vivid. I know. So that's what he says about Tom Brady. Part of me wonders, like, I feel like that's what you probably want to do to Tom Brady. I don't know if he's out there like trying to step on your throat like a roach. But I mean, I guess if looks could kill, Tom Brady is out there like throwing daggers at the defensive guys. I mean, when and you again, hear him up, it's a whole different guy. I think that means something. Um, and that's I don't hysterical. think that means they're they're not obviously they're not like scared of yeah. Tom Brady, but they have a respect for him. And sometimes that respect makes you want to go harder. It makes you want to push harder. Mm-hmm. And it's really gonna be a test. It's gonna be a test, not necessarily between Tom Brady um and these guys, but it's gonna be a test between this new O-line and how Tampa Bay has had to rework it. So Tampa Bay in 2021, they threw the most passes and they allowed the fewest sacks. They sent three blockers to the pro bowl last season. Right. (laughs) That's this year. A big Tristan Wirfs thing. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
this year it looks different. And we've talked about it extensively, how it looks different. Mm -hmm. And so this will be the real test. This will probably be one of the hardest tests this O-line is going to face. And so it does need, like, it does need to give some Bucks fans confidence, though, like Jolly Rogers and, and touchdown fans take some confidence in the fact that they know what they're going up against in mm -hmm. this Cowboys defense. And they still chose, now maybe because of injury a little bit, but even after that, they still chose, you know, to have the three guys that they do, mm -hmm. Robert Hainsey, Luke Gedeke, and uh, Shaq Mason, they still chose to have those guys at like that three-man interior. That's important. They have faith yeah. in them. They do have some trust in them. I'm not saying it's going to be perfect. These are tough guys. Mm -hmm. Parsons knows how to get after somebody. But there, I think it will be a test, and I'm hopeful that they will rise to the occasion. It's not going to be perfect, but between what I think that they will bring to the table and how quick Tom Brady is able to release, mm -hmm. I think that they're going to be able to move the ball. I think there's going to be some dynamic plays offensively. I don't know if I'm willing to say a hundred percent like Bucks offense wins over Cowboys defense. I think Bucks win the game. We'll get into predictions later. Right. But I, but I, I think it's going to be a tough test and I think it's going to be really interesting. I think that the Bucks will be able to use different weapons to get mm -hmm. around how good the Cowboys defense is going to be. I feel like they have options, so they're not yeah. going to, it's going to, they're going to dial up. Dallas is going to dial up the heat, but the Bucks are going to be able to utilize options and they're not going to, they're not going to be cornered. And I think that this roster is a bit more special in that sense this year versus last year. And yeah, while you have Robert Hainsey, who's going to be a new starter at this role, um, and then, you know, off to his side, you're going to have Luke Gedecki, and then you're going to have Shaq Mason. Tom Brady has voiced from the mountains his confidence, his trust in Shaq Mason. So at least there's that right there um, for him to work with. And him being one of the best in the league is going to obviously help alleviate them a bit because then on the other side, kind of sticking with the O-line, D-line thing here, they're going to be going up against guys like Neville Gallimore or – Okay, I want to say this guy's name correctly. Osu, Osu Odekizua. There you go. Osu Odekizua. <laughs> They're going up against this guy. Very young guy. Got two sacks last year. Looking to build off of that as well. So that's going to be a hungry interior lineman. Um, Quentin Bohana and then Quincy Golston. So these guys are kind of, you know, between Odekizua and... Golton and these guys, they're not up there in age. They're not up there on experience. They're not up there in the time that they've spent with the Cowboys. So there's almost a level out there between the three interior men that you just spoke of versus, you know, that they'll be going up against with the Dallas Cowboys. So I think you're right. I think the competition is going to very much be there. I think that Dallas is going to bring a nice little test, but I don't think that they're going to have the ability to completely corner the Cowboys um, into, you know, they're not going to be able to paralyze them. They're not going to be able to minimize Tom Brady's ability to move this offense down the field. Now, in terms of how else the Bucks offense gets down the field, quickly touching on superstars like Leonard Fournette going up against, um, you know, you're going to have 
Vander S. You're going to have Anthony Brown. You're going to have Evan or Mike Evans and Julio Jones going up against Trayvon Diggs and Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lewis coming off of an amazing season. Diggs coming off of a career record season. So that's where I think more of the conversation is going to come into place. Eventually it's going to be those matchups between this strong wide receiver core and their secondary, and then Leonard Fournette, Rashad white and their linebackers. Um, any particular thoughts on who the, the heavy hitter is going to be for the Cowboys defense versus this formidable offense of amazing wide receivers and amazing running backs. Really? Yeah, I think, Casey, I think it's going to be really interesting because I think some of these things are going to play together, right? Mm -hmm. I think if the O-line is able to defend well and give Tom Brady some time, Tom Brady is an accurate passer. I think he's, I, I don't think he's just going to like go in and lay an egg in week one. Um, but Trayvon Diggs is really talented. And if it's even oh. off a little or if if there's a miscommunication between Brady and one of his guys, Diggs is going to be there. He had 11 interceptions last year. He led the league with eight defensive touchdowns. The mm -hmm. Cowboys had 31.2 points per game. Part of that was Trayvon Diggs. And he on doesn't even play the on the offense. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't even play on the offense. And he's out there scoring points for his team week after week. Because he's so good. Yeah. He's but you so know the part good. that scares me the most about that? Because then, you know, when it comes to the quarterback position, you're not just worried about the guys that want to sack. You're worried about the guys that want to intercept your passes. As you mentioned, yep. 11 interceptions, two pick sixes, 21 pass deflections. This is a guy who can get a read on a quarterback. So while we're not just talking about any quarterback, Trevon Diggs has the ability to get good reads. And so it's going to be really important that these guys have no mental errors on offense. And that was kind of a theme last season. There were some mental errors and then they'd come back and it would take them a minute to, you know, supersede those mental errors. And it would be the second quarter, the second half of the game kind of thing. So this is something they have to be crisp about from the start. They have to help Tom Brady help them because Trayvon Diggs will make them pay for it. Just as you said, and the, I don't want to call him a twin per se, but somebody equally as talented is Jordan Lewis. Yeah. And that can be an issue, having two extremely eagle-eye guys out there going against Tom Brady, wanting to pick off the goat. It's just, it's like target practice. This is the fun part for them. Um, so kind of the other interesting part is seeing if Russell Gage ends up playing. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I think that he'll be fine to go. He has been still working through that limited participation for the hamstring injury. Um, we know that he's kind of the guy that would be more in the slot rotation. So he's going to bring a different element to the wide receiver group. And he'd be going up against, you know, their safety unit, like curse who we know is a really good guy, but I think gauge can take him on the matchup. Um, but I mean, if Gage isn't ready to go, then that starts bringing some of these younger guys that are going to have to be able to play into that next man up mentality, show up and show out. So that's going to be the interesting strides of seeing how this Bucks offense uh, rotates through their depth because they said it from the beginning of this season. It was important to them. It was imperative that they had accountable depth and they created that. I do have faith and trust in that. We might see that exercised a little early. Um any final thoughts on Bucks offense versus Cowboys defense? I'm going to leave you with two things. Mm -hmm. And I, I say one of them excitedly and say one of them with, with a little bit of sadness. Uh, Parsons had 13 sacks last year. I think that, that he gets, sad. I think he gets one sack. 
I think there's a, I think there's a high likelihood that, that he, he gets, gets that he gets one. I think I think you. Brady goes down once uh, to Parsons. I, I think specifically the other is something I think that will be exciting. And I think we've talked a lot about different weapons being utilized. One weapon we did not talk about very much: tight ends. Oh, I yeah. think I think that with Trayvon Diggs, with how intense the Cowboys defensive line is, I think Cameron Bray, I think the other tight ends, I think they're going to be used so much in this game. Fantasy guys, if you've got Bray, put him, put him in the lineup. I'm telling you, he's going to get some points this week. They're going to utilize the tight ends. That's how they're going to move the ball down the field. And they're going to have success doing it because it's going to be that in-between area Mm -hmm. and the the Bucks are going to have success moving the ball down the field. I bet you at least one touchdown, if not two touchdowns, come from the hands of a tight end. I am I'm actually really glad that you said that because last season, heading into this prediction of week one, Cowboys Bucks, I was very happy on the Bucks really going with a lot of 12 personnel, really using that tight end position a lot. You and then you had a guy like I don't know, Rob Gronkowski there. And they didn't really use the 12 personnel as much as I thought that they were going to, to, to go for it. So now I'm so glad that you said that because I'm still going to go with the same mindset that I had last year. Let's run up the 12 personnel. Let's use the tight ends a lot more, not only because of this guy named Cameron Brait, but if Kyle Rudolph is acclimated enough, he can be dangerous in the red zone. I wouldn't sleep on him. This guy was a part of the Minnesota miracle and he was an impactful part of that. And he hasn't had a quarterback within, within feet or inches or yards of the caliber (laughs) of Tom Brady. So he has said in his press conferences, he's been sticking to Tom Brady like glue. And if he got acclimated to any degree that's worthwhile for this team, he's going to be helpful. And I'll match you, Kaylee. I think Kate Otten gets in on the action nice and early. Okay. I like it. I'm going to go with Kate Otten and get in some, get in some quick action. 